Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. All right, uh, story right now. We've talked about this before, uh, and I was surprised to read this. I mean, this is how bad things are getting. Tom Spears is a science reporter at the Ottawa Citizen, and he's been following this for a while now. These fake science journals are predatory publishers, as some call them. Where for people who feel as though they really need to get published and aren't able to get published in legitimate science journals. There's this whole industry of publications masquerading as science journals where all that matters is that your check clears, not your credentials, not the merits of your arguments, not your research, whether you can pay the cost. If you're willing to pay, you'll get published. And that's all that matters. There's a growing industry around all of this. So the business model is pretty simple. Give us money, we'll publish what you send us. And for people then, I guess the being able to say you've been published is, is meaningful. So as mentioned, Tom Spears has been following this for a while, and they've, they've been catching some of these journals in the act by sending them deliberately meaningless gibberish. gibberish. And then these, these journals coming back and saying, oh, yeah, you know, we've accepted your paper. Just pay us the money. So the latest discovery here is a journal that they've dealt with before. They sent a a meaningless, nonsense paper to this journal. It was accepted for publication. Well, they sent the exact same paper back to them after this journal had to retract and apologize, and it got accepted again. So joining us on the line to talk more about all of this, Tom Spears, as mentioned, a science reporter with the Ottawa Citizen, ottawacitizen.com. Tom, welcome to the program. Very glad to be here. Okay, now you've been following this, I guess, for a few years now, haven't you? 2014, I sort of became aware of it. A lot more people are aware of it uh, today, but it was it was unexplored territory for a lot of people back then. Now, explain what it is we're talking about when we talk about predatory science journals, because they're the very prestigious scientific and medical journals we know, the kind of the gold standard for peer-reviewed published research. But what are these predatory journals? Well, they take over where um, for people who want to advance their career in some academic field and aren't having much luck doing it. They're too young or maybe they're just not good enough. So when they, you know, to advance their career, they want to get their work published in a journal somewhere. They want to say, they want to go to the dean of their faculty and say, look, I'm, I'm publishing my work. I want a promotion or I want tenure. They're not having any uh, success at that. So they go to these sort of black market journals that will take anything. They pay a fairly stiff fee and these, these little journals will pretend to be a real research journal and will will publish whatever it is they've written uh which is it may be garbage or it may just be not very good uh and then it will it will masquerade as a real thing as a real journal so that these people can build credentials now do people actually read these journals or are people tricked into thinking that what's published there is legitimate work 
I don't think they read them much. It's more like Hansard, where um, you know you you get it on record that you've said it or that you've written it, and and you don't really care whether whether anybody reads it or not. But you can say, "Aha! See, I've done this. Uh, this is a, a career advancement for me." Uh, and it's gone beyond journals. These companies that do the journals are now offering conferences too. So you can come and speak at their crummy little conference that isn't really attended by anybody and that doesn't matter. But again, you can get it on your record. See, I was an invited speaker at a, a so-called important conference. Yeah. Well, and I mean, it's a, it's a pretty simple business model for these journals. Give us money and we'll publish it, right? And they're making a lot of money off yeah. it. It probably takes one person who can just make a PDF out of a document, pop it on a website, and then pretend that this is being circulated because there is no... Uh, paper printed product. It's just a website. Now, what does it cost to to run a website with a few PDFs on it? They collect money by PayPal. Uh, you know, seriously, one person can do it. Okay. Well, your your latest expose of this. I mean, it's it's pretty amazing because it's it's a particular company that you dealt with before. Uh, you'd sent them some nonsense. Uh, they said they were willing to publish it. They got called out on all of this. Yeah. So you went back to them again with the exact same yeah. stuff. Yeah, they actually did publish it, uh, and then they had to retract it because we went online and uh, on their website and said, why have you published this uh, steaming pile of dung, <laughs> uh, which, which I guess counted as criticism. Uh, anyway, um, you know, we, we just thought this was fun and silly, and it, 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 this is a company that operates out of India, but it, they do a lot of business in Canada. That's why we went, uh, went after them. And then one day, a, a fellow reporter here was saying, gee, you know, I wonder if they'd uh, take the same thing twice. Um, so I took it, I, I copied and pasted from the original verbatim, every word the same, just, it, it just sort of meaningless garbled stuff that doesn't say anything. Um, and I didn't go back to the journal this time. I thought, I was thinking of the conferences they run too, these, these crummy little conferences where they, again, take people's money and give out fake credentials, basically. So I entered it as a, uh, say, I want to do this as a presentation at your conference. A couple of days later, I got back, sure, you know, uh, this will be a valuable contri- contribution to our esteemed conference. Come on down. Please pay $1,500 U.S. for the privilege of uh, speaking at the conference. That's where the money goes. Unbelievable. So have they said anything in, in response yet? Have you pointed out to them that this was the same nonsense you, you tried to retract once already? Uh, yes, I, I wrote to the lawyer representing the company in India. I have not heard back. I bet they're just keeping their mouths shut on this one. So does it seem like anything's changing? Because there's been more focus on, on this problem, but I, I don't know. I mean, are, are things just as bad as they were three years ago? Uh, bad and probably growing. Let's look at the conferences. Everybody always talks about the journals, but let, let's run some numbers here. I'm looking at the website of this company right now. Uh, it's called Omics. O-M-I-C-S, all capitals. Omics International in India. They claim on their website that they run uh, over 3,000 events per year. That's 1,000 conferences, 1,000 smaller symposiums, and 1,000 workshops, mostly medical, engineering, and science um, um, events. So just the, the, out of the 1,000-plus conferences, 22 of them this year will be in Canada. Uh, they'll be in Vancouver and Toronto. So, you know, they're running conferences. They're pulling in certainly dozens of people, maybe 100 people, I don't know, per conference. Uh, one on renewable energy, one on food chemistry and nutrition, one on diabetes, one on viruses, one on plastic surgery, um, nursing, mechanical aerospace, on and on and on, breast cancer, ecology. Uh, so, you know, this is, this is draining uh, money out of the system. A lot of these around the world are 
operated in, in sort of tourist places. So if you don't really care about the conference, you just want a, a little piece of paper saying, yes, I, I participated in this. It's, it's a little credential for you. Uh, the, the university, which means ultimately the taxpayer, flies you to Paris or Dubai or Los, Los Angeles, Las Vegas. Um, you might or might not sh- actually show up at your conference. Then you've got a few days there paid for by the university. Then you fly home. It's not a bad gig. That's one company. Uh, another one out of Turkey called Waset, that's W-A-S-E-T, advertises 300-plus conferences per year. Uh, another one out of India, it's um, I-I-E-R, Indian Institute of um, Engineering Research, I think. Uh, they have about 300 more, and there are, there are others. So this is thousands of these events per year, each attracting you know, enough academics to pay for, to pay for the event. Uh, that's that's a lot of money drained out of the system, and it's a lot of um, fake credentials for a lot of substandard people. Yeah. Now, I, I guess in an ideal world, the folks running universities and, and deciding how to spend money would know the difference between a legitimate science journal, a legitimate science conference, and, and some of these bogus journals and events. So why, why don't they? Some of them do. Um, I've talked, for instance, to people at uh, Dalhousie and at the University of Saskatchewan that have that have quite strict screening on on where people are traveling to and where uh, where they're publishing. Both, uh, I think it's just uh, a bit uneven. Um, now, a lot of this stuff is marketed more to countries that seem to accept it. Uh, a lot of uh, the Indian subcontinent and parts of the Middle East, especially, uh, just openly participate in this and, and clearly don't care. In Canada, it's a bit more patchy. Um, I, I spoke today to a professor of law at the University of Ottawa who says that the, the cure is to tell, you know, make sure your entire staff knows that if you get caught participating in this, it's as serious as getting caught plagiarizing, that this could be uh, a, a real um, roadblock to your career. Yeah, well, and that that is encouraging. You know, I mean, the other side of this, too, and certainly what I've heard that those looking to advance certain kinds of pseudoscience conspiracy theories, that, that this is one way to do so, to pay to get published and turn around and say, look, we, we, yep. we've got published research saying that this is true. That's exactly it. Uh, and, um, it, you know, even if it gets retracted, the fact that it got published once and you make a PDF copy of that and then you circulate this to all your friends and then you put it on Facebook and, you you know, the, the, that PDF that appears to be a legitimate journal article circulates and circulates for years. And all you need to do is get it published for one day. Yeah. Now, I mean, does, does this also, I think, call into question or cast doubt on the peer review process itself? When legitimate science is published in legitimate journals, uh, does it give people an excuse to say, uh, well, it's probably bought and paid for. Who, who, trusts, who can trust this stuff anyway? Um, I guess that's an individual decision. I tend to trust a lot of them. I, I mean, I think there's a very clear line between uh, sort of uh, the, the the legitimate people and, and the black market people. I don't yeah. think there's a lot of a gray area in between. Uh, I think some of them, you know, but you know, there are several thousand of these operators, the predatory operators out there, um, and you know, they are absolutely, absolutely crooks. Uh, the, the the more legitimate ones, uh, of which there are also thousands, uh, I don't think I don't think this makes me doubt them in any way at all. No, I mean it shouldn't. But I just wonder if there are those who who wish to cast doubt on on certain kinds of research that that that, that it allows for that. Possibly, it allows some yeah. mud throwing, and some of the mud will stick. Yes. Uh, because otherwise, I mean, if it's just if it's just academics looking to pad their resumes, uh, I don't know that that's enough to to galvanize the general public. But this is something the public should be concerned about. 
sure, I want my doctor to be trained in, you know, by somebody who knows what he's doing. Right. Let's say you get, you get credentials and you get to be a professor based on uh, publishing garbage. Now you're training the next generation of medical doctors or the next generation of engineers who are going to build things that shouldn't fall down or the next uh, generation of, I don't know, who, who, just, you know people who, who do very, very important work who are needed by society. Uh, you, you want them to be trained by competent people. Yeah, exactly. All right, well, more on all of this again, OttawaCitizen.com. Tom, thanks so much for making some time for us here today. Really appreciate this. You're very welcome. Thank you. That is Tom Spears, uh, science reporter with the Ottawa Citizen, OttawaCitizen.com. 403-974-TALK is our number. We got to take a break here, though. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.